I got her and everything that comes with her. All the good, bad, and crazy, I'll be taking. Anything she needs, consider it hers. And with her in my life, I'll forever be whole. Genesis Washington. Putting herself first is what Jordana Evans knows how to do best. She's at the top of her game in her career and no longer haunted by memories of her past threatening to steal her joy. In her mind, being in love is a want, not a need. And she's convinced that she'll be just fine without it. Having intimate relations with the opposite sex is something she's willing to do for one night only. But then along came him. Being the son of a hood legend means absolutely nothing to Genesis Washington. His only priorities are taking care of the two people who have his heart, his sister and his nephew, and running the multi-million dollar company that keeps his pockets fat. Juggling love and business just never made sense to a man like him, so he chose the latter. But crossing paths with Jordana Evans suddenly changes everything. And she becomes the only woman he wants. And he isn't the type of man who shies away from whatever he desires. When Jordana and Genesis lay eyes on each other, they're unable to fight off the feelings that form from their very first encounter. What starts off as a one-time thing quickly turns into an addiction neither of them can get enough of. But the pain of Jordana's past has her determined to keep their new arrangement strictly between the sheets. Can Genesis truly be the one to ease Jordana's heavily guarded heart? Or will family do more damage to Genesis and Jordana before they fully have the chance to prosper? Baby, can we talk about, before we even get to the book, how reading that synopsis was such a freaking tongue twister. I got messed up so many times and trying to re-record, re-record, re-record. I was like, you know what? After like the fifth or sixth take, whatever word I stumble upon, it's just left in there. So let's just get to it. So this is, I've already reviewed part two. This is part one of the Evans family, which I feel like maybe this book should have been a book on its own like the i got you just genesis and jordana story and then maybe start the evans family uh book because you got this book which is quote unquote the evans family book part one and then you have our book one excuse me and then book two which is the longest title ever just uh, what is it jocelyn the king who got me and then it's the Evans family book, a uh, book two, and then it's like the Evans brothers book part one. It's just like that shit is so long, but I'm not the author and I'm not Miss Genesequa, so that's not my business. And I'm just going to read them when they come out. But anyway, like I said, I already reviewed part two first because that was the book. Um, of course, you know, scrolling on TikTok or Twitter, whichever one it was I was on, I saw that book first. So I read that one and then learning that that was book two and there was a book one. I was like, let me go back and read this and see what's going on. So this is Genesis and Jordana's story. So 
Jordana is a hairdresser who, you know, she works inside of a salon where they're all, I believe they're all black women. And it's just like a real good environment to work in. And she loves working there. But um, one of her clients who is Gabrielle, she's braiding uh, Gabrielle's son's hair. And he's three years old at this time. Now in book two, I think at that point he was six. But you know, we're going back. So he's three. But um, she sends her an address and it ain't her normal address because Jordana done been to uh, Gabrielle's house before. So she thinking like, ooh, she don't move. Bigger and better, you know, whatever. But um, when the door opens, she sees a fine man. She's like, ooh. But come to find out it's uh, Gabrielle's brother and this is his house. So um, Gabrielle and what's the baby's Kaiser? They're spending the weekend at his house. But, you know, the baby need his hair done because he's (laughs) Genesis was the one like he looking rough. And Kaiser told him, I know look rough. My mama told you to stop talking about me. So the whole time while she's braiding the baby's hair, Genesis is like staring deeply into her soul. He like what he see. And so Gabrielle had already paid her, but he gives her more money anyway. And she's like, you know, you really ain't got to do this. He's like, look, just, just sit back and let me take care of you. Don't even worry about it. And she tries to give a little pushback. And he's like, baby girl, you going to learn fairly quickly that what I say goes. So take this money. And even if you didn't take the money out of my hand, Gabrielle was going to send me your information where I could have sent it to your account anyway. So take this and have a nice day. So she's like, okay, cool, whatever. So um, what is it? Jordana has a cousin who's like an influencer. So they were supposed to meet up to go to this restaurant and um because there's a signature drink named after her cousin so they were supposed to try it now jordana is dressed and she's at the restaurant waiting on her cousin and um she sees genesis so he tells her like i'm gonna send you this bottle of wine like can you hold your liquor and she's like yeah so he's like all right i'm gonna send you this bottle of wine you know the whole bottle to yourself and she's like well what about when my cousin shows up. Maybe if she might want some. He said, well, if she wants some, tell her. Get her own bottle. But like I said, the bottle I'm going to send to you is just for you. So her cousin, well, she has to call her cousin like, okay, girl, it's been like a smooth 30 minutes. Where the hell you at? So her cousin tells her, basically, she not coming. Um, she's like how I was in high school. Like her, her um, she got her period. And when that happens... She just got to be in the bed. She can't move. She can't go nowhere. And when I was in high school, that's how it was for me. It was like that very first day I needed to be in my bed, not moving. And I always threw up. It's like no matter what, even if I was feeling good, like upbeat, it's like at a certain point, my stomach get the cramping and I'm throwing up somewhere and I'm just in the bed for the rest of the day. Um, Thank God they so much better now. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So she's like, oh, okay, you know, no worries. Don't apologize. Now, the one thing, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. Like, the whole family knew, and it's the way everybody just casually spoke about it. I'm just like, why do everybody know CC business, and why is everybody just talking about it? But anyway, um, so 
when the waiter comes with the bottle, Jordana's like, I'm so sorry, but can you send that back? And, um, you know, basically I'm leaving. So Dennis is like, whoa, 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 where are you going? And she tells him the situation and basically like, you know, I'm leaving because I don't want to eat alone. Dennis is like, oh, that can be fixed. I'll, I'll eat with you. You know, I want to share your company, baby. So um, he has them set up in a private dining room where they just talk and they get to drinking, they get to eating, and it's just a vibe. And they attracted to each other. So they end up spending the night together. And so at first it was just going to be a one-time thing because Jordana got her heart broken in the past really, really bad. So she has vowed to never get into another relationship. It's like, we can have sex, but after that, that's it. And so like, it was supposed to be a one-time thing, but then they decide that whenever the other one calls, they come running. I was going to start singing. (laughs) When you come, I come running, baby. Come on, Ashanti. Anyway, um, and so at one point, her brother, you know, she got three big brothers. And they're like, what's been going on with you? You smiling and grinning. You got this new nigga in your life and you don't want to tell nobody about it. And she's like, I'm not ready to. And it ain't really that big of a deal. Until, you know, like they they still doing they on the side thing. Don't nobody know about it. Gabrielle don't even know about it. Um, until the brothers pop up at her house. And she got the candles lit. She got rose petals everywhere. Mama got a a robe on or a nightgown, something like that. And when they come in, at first she thought it was him because he got a key. But they like, oh, so you scared to show this nigga around? And she's like, yeah, tonight ain't that night for us to hang out. So I'm going to need y'all to go. So, of course, everybody's like, we ain't going no damn where. Especially, um... Jocelyn with his hating ass. He's like, no, nah, we gonna meet this nigga tonight. And she's like, no, nah, no, nah, y'all can't until you hear the key in the door. And he's like, bae, I'm here. And when Jocelyn sees whose it is, he's like, you especially ain't dating this motherfucker. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's all calm down here. What you talking about? Now, come to find out that um, Genesis' father was a kingpin and basically you know he ran the city until i think he went to jail and he died and jocelyn is just so certain that genesis took over and genesis is like first of all you don't know me so watch your mouth and i ain't taking over nothing i got a legitimate business businesses actually he's like i ain't got nothing to do with that so you talking and you don't know what you're talking about but y'all still just steady going off at the mouth, just steady talking, steady talking. And Genesis tells him, he's like, you got one more time to say something and I'm going to beat your ass. And it's like, you don't know what you're talking about because he's not the one that's running it. It's his uncle. And Gabrielle, like Gabrielle ain't got nothing to do with that side of the frame. So she's like, if you want to talk to him, that's cool. But as far as me, no. And they really didn't have the best relationship with their dad, because their dad, like as the kingpin, he was always out in the streets. He did not make time for his family. So it's like, why would I want to have anything to do with that? And that also led to the reason why their mother unalived herself. So it's just like, keep all of that away from me. Um, 
And so anyway, back to Jocelyn. Jocelyn's still running off at the mouth. So um Genesis like about to run up on him, but the first time the brothers got on Jocelyn, like basically pushing him back, and Jordana got in front of him, like, you know, please, please don't. And he like, I understand this your brother and everything, but he talking to me mad crazy. And I just I can't let that side slide. So please move. And Jocelyn says one more thing. So he like gently pushes her, but not even pushes her, but like pulls her back. So he's in front of her and he gets on Jocelyn. Now they fighting and next thing you know, he got that nigga in the head, like about to put him to sleep. And I want to say, uh, what's his name? Jaden, because he don't agree with the fighting and he tapping Genesis arm like, all right, come on, let him go. And at first, Genesis would not let him go. So he's like, all right, man, in a minute, we're going to be jumping your ass in here. Um, So let my brother go. So he finally let him go. And uh, Jocelyn leaves. And he's like, you know, I will never approve of this. And as long as you mess with him, basically, you're not my sister no more. And so this is when... <laughs> I think this is when they have the conversation and he lets her know basically all of what I said. Like, my dad ran the business. I don't have nothing to do with that. I'm on the up and up. I'm not involved in drugs in any type of way. And at one point, I don't know. He didn't, he was never like running the drug game, but he did help his dad out because his dad lied and told him he was helping him like with a legitimate business or something like that. But as soon as he found out that he had something to do with the drug game, Genesis backed out and said, I don't want nothing to do with it. But his uncle started coming back around acting as if he just wants to hang out and be family. But um, one day, because that date was ruined at her house, I want to say it's like a month or something later, she's at his house basically doing the same setup, waiting for him to come home. And she hears somebody in the house thinking it's him. It's actually the uncle. And he walking through the house talking shit like, yeah, I got uh, recording devices all over the house. All I got to do is get him drunk. And I know I can get him on camera admitting that he killed Gabrielle's uh, baby daddy because he did her dirty. So, you know, he put that nigga in the dirt and uh, he'll be at my mercy to do whatever I want him to do because the uncle is getting older and he won't um genesis to take over it's like this is your birthright basically so come and take over and genesis is like no i never want to do that and i done told you that already um and so with her hearing this she hides because he just walking through the house thinking he by himself and so he hears Genesis, like, in the garage are pulling up. So he's on the phone like, okay, I got to go. I think I just heard him pull up. And he had lied and told Genesis that he was going to his house anyway because he think he left his wallet over there the last time they were drinking together. And so, you know, she hides and then she's wondering, like, how was it going to look with the uncle leaving the house and her there in lingerie? But as soon as he, like, comes up the stairs, she tells him, what she heard and what his uncle said and he's like he already had something in place for something like this and he was like for the fact that he thought he could play me it's like damn Gab uh gabrielle oh lord gabrielle was right this whole time and so he ends up working with 
Jaziel to take down his uncle. And his uncle, like, uh, he managed to get a cell phone inside the jail. So he calls Genesis, like, Neff, they got me. You got to help me. And Genesis don't say nothing. He just sitting on the phone. And he's like, Neff, you heard me? He's like, yeah, I heard you. And I'm not helping you do a motherfucking thing. You thought you could play me and look at where you at. How you think you got that phone? I made that shit possible. But the fact that you thought that you was going to try to have me on a string, now you where you deserve to be. And the uncle thought he was going to start talking shit. And Genesis just hung up the phone like, man, get off my motherfucking line. And so, ooh, I forgot. At one point, because um, we know that Gabrielle, she writes poetry. So she had her, she wrote her fifth book and they was having like the, uh, what do you call that? It was a party to celebrate the fact that she wrote her fifth book. And it was either a bestseller or already or on its way to being a bestseller. And Genesis, because the man just got so much money and pool, he managed to get her favorite artist, Victoria Monet, to sing at the party. And with that, she had... I think the woman was her editor, but she showed up pregnant and with her fiance and come to find out that it's the ex that did Jordana dirty. So she had ended up leaving the party and not talking to anybody because it's just like she didn't want him back. It's it's not seeing him and like basically being hurt, but it's just like after seeing him after so long, first of all, and what he did to her, it kind of messed her up. And she got him blocked on everything. There's no way he can contact her except through email. And the fool sends her an email and says, you know, seeing you made me realize I wish the baby I was having with my fiance. But he basically says the baby I'm having with her, I wish it was with you. And it's like, how trifling do you have to be? And she sends him back an email like, you got to be crazy for contacting me. Because after he messed her over and she told her brothers, the three of them whooped his ass so bad, he ended up in the hospital. So it's just like, unless um, you got amnesia of how that first ass woman went, don't contact me again or my brother's going to do you uh, real dirty. Leave me alone. And so anyway. That's how we got Genesis and Jordana because we know they end up married with a baby girl. So everything was great. But that's how their story first started off because, um, you know, at some point she's still thinking like, oh, at some point this going in because I don't really do it. Genesis like, baby, I don't know who you talking to, but it ain't me. And, you know, you my woman, you mine, girl, stop playing with me. Like He applied all pressure like, girl, you can let that thing go we are together we go together real bad word to carisha and a little side story was her cousin cc her manager or like boss his name was dane they was acting like they were just friends knowing that they was um liking each other real bad too they even got a dog talking about they was co-parenting a dog like if y'all don't stop playing talking about y'all don't like each other and y'all just friends because he would give, like, how Genesis was on Jordana, basically anything she thought she wanted and she liked, he gave it to her. Dane was the same way with Cece. Oh, snap. I forgot to mention. So, uh, Jordana Workplace, right? 
the boss. At first, everything was real cool. Then it seemed like the boss was saying little slick shit and like basically nitpicking with her to the point where Jordana's like, okay, what's the problem? Because I ain't never had this much animosity between us with you. So I don't get why you picking on everything I say. And all of a sudden you got a problem with how I do things. And she had took a break from work. She's like, obviously I need a break. And she was talking about uh, opening up her own salon. But when she like basically brought that to the owner's attention, she's like, you know what? You right. And I apologize. So take all the time you need. And, you know, when you come back, then we can discuss what you want to do. And she had been friends with a girl at the job where the girl more so than Jordana, because it's like when Jordana was frustrated, she would say, like, I don't understand why she doing this and I wish she would leave me alone. But the co-worker slash supposedly friend was talking like real grimy, talking real shit. And um, she had basically went behind Jordana's back trying to tell the owner like what she had been saying and flipped it and said Jordana was saying it. But when um, she sat down, Jordana, that is, sat down with the owner and I guess basically showed her the text messages to show that it was actually the co-worker and the fact that the co-worker, it was before they knew each other and before they got together, Genesis had slept with her. And even because he had came to the job, brought lunch for everybody, and he brought flowers just to, you know, surprise Jordana. The girl shows up to his restaurant, like either the next day or like one day next week, still trying to get with him. Like, I know she can't do it like I can. Stop playing with that little girl and get back with me. So it's like you went behind your friend back to try to get her man and then you go to the boss lying saying basically like boss lady she talking all this shit about you trying to get her fired so um she's confronted at work because jordana is like i know you went to go see my man and he will never want you again he got me stop playing and i know the fact that you lied on me when we know for a fact that it's you and it's like everybody confronted her about how fake she was and how, girl, this is your last day because you trying to cause tension up in here. And the girl basically has a, a almost like a, a mini breakdown because she was like, I don't see what he sees in you. And it's like, you're not that a better hairdresser than me. Like, oh, this, and it's just like, girl, get your shit and get out and bye bye So, yeah, that was it. It's like everything turns out right in her world because the owner, um, asked her to be a manager and then asked her to go 50 50 like 50 50 ownership of the hair salon so it's like boom that worked out in her favor and even if she planned on going off on her own genesis was gonna have her back 100 percent. but now she can um stay at that salon because she liked the environment and the people that she's working with so everything worked out in the end all right my beautiful people that is the end of this book and i will see you back in the next episode